Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of HP Critical, a podcast where myself is joined by... Fuck, I fucked up that entrance. Okay, well, a podcast where myself is joined by... I, Jarrell, am joined by Brandon. Hey, everyone. Gabe. Do baby. Yeah. What? Can you repeat that? It broke up. No, hello, everybody. That's not what you did. I want you to say it with your chest since you want to do well, it. That's like okay. That. Come on, let's go. Remember, you gotta eat. You gotta eat. <laughs> and Kelly. Hi, everyone. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So today we have a bunch of stuff to talk about and very little time to do it. So. I think instead of getting right into it, which is probably what I should do, uh, I want to talk to my friends for a little bit. How are you guys? All right, not too bad. It's been a, been a busy week, but it hasn't been too bad all in all. All right, yeah, well, I re- pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, just working, playing games, hanging out, just oh. surviving, not thriving. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Hi. Just entered my three-week vacation, so I'm happy as hell. Skyrim Anniversary Edition just came out. I'm also happy as hell about that. I don't got to worry about work for the next three weeks, so I'm going to be happy for a while. That sounds amazing. That sounds like a great time. I'm going to work tomorrow and probably going to dread it, so enjoy your time off for me. And uh, now that you guys, I know that you guys are doing good, happy to see your beautiful faces, happy to hear your wonderful, magnificent voices. Um, I think last week we talked about, it doesn't matter what we talked about last week, because we are moving forward into the future. And the first thing I want to talk about is, uh, have any of you played League of Legends? No. No. I have a life. Uh, you could have just said no. Uh, I apologize for any <laughs> listeners who play League of Legends. Uh, Gabe is just that type of person um, who wears basketball shorts with a sweater. So there you go. Um, that's just that's stylish. enough that matches. you need to know. Um, it matches. <laughs> anyway, Arcane Jinx. You guys know Arcane Jinx, though, right? I do now. Thanks to your lovely, art- uh, thanks to your lovely yeah, article yeah. that you put on a few days ago. That you can find at hpcritical.com. Yeah. So Arcane right. Jinx, the character from League of Legends, is now coming to uh, Fortnite. I would ask how y'all feel, but y'all don't give a shit because none of you play League of Legends. So I'll just go ahead and move on. Um, <laughs> Nintendo has mm-hmm. promised to improve and expand their online Switch, uh, their Switch online service. Um, so... I know that I have the service. I believe both Brandon and Gabe also have the service. Kelly, do you have the service? No. Wait, are we talking about Nintendo Switch Online regular or the expansion? I, I'm just talking about base regular service okay. in general. Yeah. I'm not specifying anything. Gotcha. Um, so as mentioned, this article is from IGN.com, written by Jared Moore. It says, the publisher says, it's striving to provide services that satisfy consumers. As we have talked about on this podcast before, people have been pretty upset with the outcome of the uh, Nintendo Switch expansion, online expansion pass, uh, because, you know, from people saying that it costs too much, it's not giving enough for the return. And by people, I mean me, I'm the person who said it costs too much and it's not giving enough for uh, in return for what it's, uh, what it's charging. Uh, essentially, Nintendo is promising to improve and expand their Switch Online service. So I want to ask you guys who are um, owning the service what it is that you would like to see Nintendo do to improve and expand the service, if you had a choice. Any of you yeah, top 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 of the list is just like stability improvements. I think that's just pretty much what everybody's been asking for because 
I will say that later games, I don't know what they're doing to make the online service a little better, but it's working. Like like uh, Mario Party Superstars, unless you're playing with somebody that's out of the that's out of the uh, country, it's uh, it's a it's it's a really good experience. So something like that, I I guess would be would be start just like stability improvements would just would just help a lot. Um, as far as like as content that they're offering. Um, yeah, they definitely charge like I, even though I'm personally enjoying it, they definitely charge too much for the expansion pack for what you're getting. The first step, I guess, is just to add more to that ASAP because the content that is there is just not going to be enough. You know, a lot of people have been hoping that you know they add more DLC packs to the expansion pack, kind of like what they did with Animal Crossing, but like more. Like, for example, if uh, the sequel to Breath of the Wild comes out, has an expansion, um, uh, or DLC expansion pack. And then that gets included with a pack. You know how many people play Zelda? That's a that's going to be a big deal, right? Right as it is, just just more content to justify the increased price because for a lot of people it's just not enough right now. Like even after all of the N sixty four games get added and the Genesis games get added, it's just not going to be enough for a lot of people, which is perfectly fair. It's you know you're essentially playing fifty bucks a year for uh, you know a lot of retro games, and that's just not for everybody. And I get it. Oh, you, did, sorry. Yeah, it's your oh, turn. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> so the thing I'd like to see is uh is dates. I'd like to see some dates and a roadmap. Sure. I will because take you that can as well. tell us you can tell us as many times as you want. We got more games coming to the to the service. I don't care how many times you tell me. I want it. I want a roadmap at least because what they did with the SNES and the NES was garbage. I don't know yeah. if other people feel the same way, but I know I know Brandon's one of the people that felt like they were bottlenecking the shit out of that. Oh, that was... I, I, 100%. Dude, uh, so here's the thing. When they were doing just the NES games, it was a tad better because we were getting those once a month. We weren't knowing what games was what we were getting, which is a shame, but we were at least getting them once a month. But as soon as Super Nintendo games, it became a drift read of like, who knows when games come out? Just, just to keep on the lookout. And then you're just going through and like, man, what the fuck are they adding new games? And then suddenly at 9 p.m. on like a Tuesday, you'll be like, hey, here are these games coming out. And the further along they did with that, the, the more obscure the games went, which again, good content for doesn't hold up. But I know that's not great content for like the consumer, for the people who are like waiting for your Earthbound or your Super Mario RPGs. They just started getting, they, it, it, it was actually getting hilarious. Just like how how far deep down the well they're going as opposed to the ones that people were actually asking for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's, that's my other thing. I feel like they should definitely, you know, listen to what people want more than what they think should go out there. Like, I, I don't, I'm not a, like, I know Nintendo is notorious for doing that, but mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, I don't want games I don't really care about <clears throat> coming. Like, not sorry, not that I don't that the general public doesn't really care about. Like, yeah, you're gonna have your couple of fans. They're gonna be like, oh my gosh, can't believe I get to finally play the game again. But <sighs> give us things we want. Um, and I guess the other thing I'd want to see is like Brandon said, is online stability. Um, I've had no problems with Super Mario Superstar. Surprisingly, I definitely thought that I was gonna struggle to play one round, not one round, one game on one of the boards but honestly i've played about i think six full games as of today and they've all run like pretty i think there was one hiccup once in like my third game but 
yeah, online stability, because, you know, I still play Smash online, um, and it'd be great if I didn't have lag as an excuse to determine why I suck and I'm losing. But, mm-hmm. yeah, those two things, or three things, dates, roadmap, stability. Honestly, give me a roadmap. Um, <clears throat> but I do want to talk a little bit about some stats for the Switch that I think are pretty interesting because uh, they just had their, I believe it was their quarterly um, meeting. I'm not sure. I'll tell you in a bit. But <clears throat> what's, and I'm going to read quotes from this meeting. It says, what is important is that our consumers continue to play Nintendo Switch in ways that fit their lifestyle. That is why in addition to short-term play data, we also value indicators that look at the numbers of users who play during long periods. Uh, And they have this really awesome graph of age distribution of annual playing users. And it also includes uh, the types of games that they're playing. And uh, I can't show you the graph, but I can tell you a little bit about it. And between the age of the the highest uh, consumers on this graph are between the ages of 20 and 30, which I thought was really interesting because, uh, yeah, I know. I can show you guys. I'll send you guys a picture of it. Um, uh, but 20-somethings uh, between the age of 20 and 25, those are the highest um, player age distribution of annual playing users of the Nintendo Switch, which I thought was really, really interesting. Um, it also says an underlying premise is that Nintendo Switch users who play games have already purchased both a system and a software. This means that the indicators for this behavior differ in nature from indicators, for example, of the number of active users of services that can be started for free on smart devices. So essentially what they're saying is this is we're we're encompassing more people because most people who are playing these, as mentioned, already have a switch. They already have the software. So it's not the same as like I use Final Fantasy 14, for example, when you're counting the amount of players, um, they're not including people who are playing uh, the free service for the first two expansions, for example. Um, this is also uh, hold on, let me go back up to it. It's the second quarter financial results and corporate management policy briefing for the fiscal year ending in March 2022. Sounds kind of boring, but it's got some really interesting stuff in here. Um, We're looking at net sales for the Switch, uh, the the hardware, hardware sales as well, and Animal Crossing New Horizons drove hardware sales significantly in the first quarter of 2021, which is this year. We're in 2021, right? Sure. Did something happen with Animal Crossing at the beginning of this year? I mean, nothing major. There's always been like oh, minor updates that are barely like a what was up. There was the the Mario thing. That's right. That's right. The Mario event. Oh, so I guess everybody logged back into Animal Crossing to uh, yeah. get those pipes. That's true. They, those pipes are ah, anyway. Right, question, uh, yes. Question. Uh, yeah. Question really quick. Snow, stop raising your hand. Zoom. Sorry. Um, my Animal Crossing Animal Crossing people. Um, the the Mario stuff was limited time. No, right? it's right. No, forever. You can go buy it right so, now. But yeah, you can get it right now. But well, I was gonna ask, do I have to have resident halls? I know this is completely off topic. I'm so sorry, but it's you okay. guys are right here. Um, do I have to do I have to wait for like resident hall to be built or something? Because yeah, I because tagged, you have to get it yeah. from the ABD, the little yeah. the uh, ATM inside of the resident hall. So yeah. Okay, because mm-hmm. okay, I tried it. I tried it now while the tent was up, and they were like, no. Okay, thank you. Well, sales for the Nintendo Switch hardware in the first half of this fiscal year were 8.28 million units, a decrease from the last uh, last fiscal year. Um, in the first half of the year, more than 40% of the consumers who began playing Nintendo Switch in Japan, the US, and Europe chose Animal Crossing New Horizons as their first game. 
Uh, while there was not a single title like Animal Crossing New Horizons driving hardware sales significantly in the first half of the fiscal year, consumers purchased hardware alongside various titles and the sales volume exceeded that of the fiscal year before last, uh, uh, which is uh, 2020. Um, mm. it's, I just thought this was very interesting that anim- like people are buying Switches to still play Animal Crossing in 2021, there is a cumulative sell-through that has surpassed 90 million units, which includes the OLED, the original Switch, and the Switch Lite. And it looks like Switch is the Switch is shifting to a new uh, business stage, so we'll see what happens from that. But those are just some very interesting stats for the Nintendo Switch. I know a lot of people are getting back into playing Animal Crossing. I'm going to get Never mind. I'm not going to make promises on the podcast, but what I am going to do is move on to the next topic, which is Endwalker. Final Fantasy XIV's Endwalker has been delayed by two weeks. It is now um, coming out December 7th with, with early access be- beginning on December 3rd. And the reason that I want to bring this up is because not only do Kelly and I play Final Fantasy XIV, even though we haven't played together in a very long time because someone's been too busy. I won't say any names. Um, yeah, Jarrell, stop being so fucking busy. I've been playing by myself. Okay. You're playing? Oh, yes. Sorry. That, aren't you? Yes. Just been, message me. Jeez. I've been playing by myself, and I'm like, none of my friends are on. Um, what did you say, Gabe? Okay. So, so something that I want to talk about significantly about this interaction is this was revealed during the live letter. The original release date was November 27th. Seven, I, I don't know. Kelly, do you remember the original release? Third. I think it was the 23rd. But honestly, a lot of games are coming out around that time. So that could be Battlefield that I'm thinking of. Ah, I see. I, I see. I, I don't remember. I know that it's been delayed two weeks. So two weeks before December 3rd and December 7th is the original release date um, sometime in November. Uh, but this is very significant because first, I want to ask you guys, um, today is... November 11th, right? So the game mm. would have been coming out essentially in, I believe, two weeks from now. Right. Uh, this is a very big decision to delay a huge game two weeks before its release. How would you feel if you were anticipating a title and a company delayed a game two weeks before its release? And in this specific situation, this is an MMO. And usually what happens is that people take paid time off, they clear time, they clear their schedules, specifically so that they can play 24 hours into launch with their friends, be the first to do raid content, et cetera, et cetera, and so on and so forth. Um, how would you feel if a game that you were anticipating, specifically an MMO, was uh, delayed two weeks before its release? I feel like we, we didn't Cyberpunk, uh, before its original release, go through a similar thing where it was like, there was a game it's we definitely talked about. not an MMO, though. And it's also not as popular. Mm, debatable. But anyway, that's not No, the, that's, that's not, not debatable. It's cyberpunk? It's factual. It is factual. But Dude, a lot of people were hyped for cyberpunk. Not 30 I'm, million people. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> it is factual. The I, see, I don't know about that. I to, legit to don't. Be fair, to be fair to Brandon's point, Let's be real. Final Fantasy 14 caught its stride again this year. I, sure, I absolutely. That I'm not. I'm not. This isn't for argument's sake, but I do believe that at the time that Cyberpunk was coming out, its its terms of popularity and excitement does rival kind of you know where Final Fantasy is now. I'm not saying it's more popular. Or which one's not? I'm just saying at that time, maybe. Either way, but yeah, regardless. Yeah. All right, well, MMO, I will MMO, say, MMO. I'm sorry, no, yeah. hold on. I will say okay. that Cyberpunk sold 13.7 million copies. 
Yeah. Animal Crossing sold more. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. And the thing about Cyberpunk was, is that like, you know, after, after the reports came out, I'm sure that hurt potential sales a big time. But anyway. Uh, their their, their best projected sales is 4.2 million copies in 2021, which is much below expectations. But continue. Yeah, for obvious reasons. But continue on. Um, yeah, so MMO, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a kind of game. And it's not limited to just MMOs, but certainly more so because, yeah, you do need, like, especially you and your friends would want to put down that time to really dive into that content first, like you said. Um, so, yeah, no, it, it would definitely be frustrating for a lot of people, which is why, and I don't know if you were going to say this yourself, but just to mention, which is why it's been, you know, we talk all the time about how, the, how uh, good the 14 community is as a whole, about how... Despite it, despite it inconveniencing a lot of people, this delay, we're pretty welcoming. The, the, we're not welcoming. Well, that's the wrong word, but but like forgiving towards the fact that uh, they, this this delay happened, especially because of how distraught Yoshi P looked at, at having to make that message in the first place. I've seen the pictures and I've seen like uh, clips from the video. That man did not make the decision lightly. He was brokenhearted that he had to delay that even for this relatively brief amount of time. Even I think he even mentioned the fact that he knew that people were taking time off for that. So the yeah. fact that he had to delay it was like rough. It was a rough call to make. Um, I, I just want to say that in what, what year did Cyberpunk 2077 come out? I, I know I'm not over it. I'm sorry. What year did Cyberpunk 2077 come out? 2020? Last year. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. As the new console release. Yes. Yeah, upon release, it sold 13.7 million copies, which was yeah, before no everyone because, knew that it was an issue, which is still not the same. Yeah, but that would have been the, like the first week. Like To like, be fair, though, Final Fantasy game. 14 had a terrible launch when it first came out. It had to be remade. <laughs> Fine. Game, so. Fine. Very fair point. Fine. Um, so I, I was actually going to ask, uh, which Brandon touched on a little bit, um, I was going to talk about, you know, his message and the reception that that um, received, but I just wanted to know first, uh, like, how would you guys feel if a game that you anticipated were uh, specifically an MMO that, you know, you're going to have to take time off for, that is a social experience that you're going to play with friends, how would you feel if it was canceled, uh, or not canceled, delayed two weeks before its release? Do you think that's just, like, too close to to, um, release date, or uh, is it one of those you got to do what you got to do? I feel like it was close to the release date, but it's because they couldn't deny it any longer. Like, I mean, they couldn't still pretend that it was going to be out if it wasn't. Um, I think that, I mean, as someone who plays Final Fantasy 14, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed, but as like Gabe was kind of right, it had like kind of like a reawakening this year, like leading from last year to this year, like for like one year, I'd say it's been like going up again. And I think that it's giving people time to get ready for the new content. So two weeks is two extra weeks that I have to grind for Endwalker, which is great. Um, but at the same time, like there's people, like actually I had this Twitter Twitter interaction with someone and they put like 215 days in the game, like 5,000 hours. They've leveled up every job, every skill. And I'm like, okay, that person doesn't want to wait two more fucking weeks you know what I mean? Like they've yeah. done their time, you know, in Azkaban. Um, they're like, <laughs> but like, um, 
like someone like me, I don't really care that it was delayed. I just want it to come out well. But then again, like I wasn't like I'm not at Endwalker knocking at the door, like let me the fuck in. I'm not ready. <laughs> you know, I'm still in fucking what Stormblood. I just started it because I haven't been playing because so many fucking games are out right yeah, now. Holy it's crazy. shit. It's really hard to, to decide. I mean, Jurassic World Evolution's out. I'm obsessed, of course. I love to let the dinosaurs eat people. It's great. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of disappointed that it got delayed two weeks. But then again, I'm not really the person who should be disappointed because I'm not even there yet. And the but, reason I said, mm-hmm. No, but if it, if it was an MMO and I was ready, I would be pretty sorely disappointed because like, Imagine like that's what you're looking forward to in two weeks, and then now you have to wait two more weeks. I'd be a little disappointed. Yeah, and the reason that I wanted to specifically mention MMO, um, not only because you know it's a, it's a social experience, but also there's a you know stage that you hit once you've completed all the content, right? Like. Mm-hmm there's nowhere else to go. <laughs> like you can you can continue to do the same stuff over and over, but until that expansion pack comes out, you can't progress. So it's like, if you're anticipating this moment that you finally get to move uh, within the story, um, I've heard that uh, Shadowbringers is the best story so far and people are super anticipating Endwalker. You know, everyone's already completed the, the end game raid to the point that it's like one of those that you can run super quick if you get the right group. Like. We, we've capped on content. So mm-hmm. once you cap content, people are paying monthly for this. So they need something. So I, I, I think for me, I understand where the frustration would come from because if I were at like capped Endgame, I would probably cancel my subscription until Endwalker came out, right? Like that would be the smartest thing to do because I'm just going on doing the same dailies over and over for absolutely no reason. Um, I would also be disappointed. It's funny because my Twitter was like, there were two sides to this. One of them was oh my God, I'm so upset. I hate this man. This is so unfair. Like, yeah, it was pretty bad. Like I took time off for this. I can't get time back. This is trash. The other side was Yoshi P, we love you. We totally understand. It's okay. Take your time. Finish what you need to finish. Like, so it was, it was very interesting to see. Whoa. It was very interesting to see uh, just that dynamic on my Twitter feed uh, when I was looking at that. Um, Gabe, how would you feel specifically for an MMO? So to get into your mind spaces and not to say I don't care, I'm gonna think of this if it was you could say you oh care. I'll say I'll say no. Well the thing is I do I do but like I want to you know usually I start off like I don't care but so okay say for example they were gonna release uh shit what is it Dragon Quest Ten I believe is the MMO for the Dragon Quest series mm-hmm. if yeah they, Zoom I swear to God if you say I'm gonna raise my head one more fuck sorry um so say if they were going to release that finally over here in the west and then you know two days out i've done this before for large games like i think dark souls 3 i actually called that a work um and then two weeks later they're like oh well sorry we got to push the release you know until two more weeks and then someone doesn't want to give me my shift back at work um I'd be I'd be a little mad, but again, I, I kind of have the flexibility that I'm assuming most people don't when it comes to work. It's like, you know, you give the day off and now you're stuck not playing your new game, but also losing out on money. I, I Rip. I, <laughs> yeah. So I, I think I think that's like sometimes I understand why people get a little mad. It's like, well shit, dude, you just cost me whatever amount of money that I'm making for this day. Yeah. Um 
but you know, I, if I was capped out, I definitely feel like since I've been playing, well, sorry, now we're switching back to if this was a running MMO, um, Final Fantasy 14, for example, um, I would, me personally, because I have a short attention span, I would kind of go back and refresh my memory over the story, the, the biggest plots of the story, you know, as I can in those two weeks, you know, just get familiarized with everything once again. Um, but then I'd also take that time because I'm assuming if you're playing an MMO, you like video games. I'd, I'd take that time kind of to take a little break from just that specific title. So when I get to grinding, I don't tire myself out with the same, you know, title over and over again, if you know what I mean. You know, I take that, for example, Drell, if it was you and say you had that free time, I would go and I'd play, you know, I'd finish Breath of the Wild, Tales of Arise. If it was Brandon, <laughs> I, would, I would finish. I would finish Tales of Arise. Um, Brandon's not playing Tales of Arise. <laughs> if I was Kelly, I'd build up my park in Jurassic World Evolution. Okay, there you go. <laughs> maybe get back into Ark, which is another you know game that's you know live time Aww. and deal with that. Um, but you know, I, I kind of give my mind a little bit of a yeah. break of that title before I jump right back in. But th- that was if that was me. No, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that totally makes sense. Um, and then the next thing that I was going to say about this subject is uh, exactly what Brandon touched on, which was, um, so during the live letter, Yoshi P, the uh, game director and producer, did come out and say that it was going to be delayed. But as Brandon also mentioned, he also said, you know, that he was extremely sorry. He was actually uh, tearful on stream because he understood the impact that this would have to millions of players who are waiting to play this game and uh he he also mentioned um not um he he mentioned like brandon said that he understood that people are taking off of work and this was a very big decision and they had actually just made the decision the friday before the live stream um and they waited last minute just to be sure that this is what they wanted to do but he also said that um for him this is like this project is his baby he's been working on it for 11 years and for anyone who doesn't know Endwalker is actually going to be the end of this uh story saga um so it's not just like a continuation of an MMO it is literally the end of the story as we know it and for anyone who's been playing for 11 years with the same NPC characters that you have these relationships with it's going to be a big freaking deal once you get to the end um especially because Shadowbringers is such a lauded title um Um, And he basically just said that he wants to make sure that this game is perfect. And for him, that means giving them two more weeks. And I, for one, completely respect the reasoning. But also, I was around during the Shadowbringers, uh, not Shadowbringers, the Stormblood um, release. And they were having some server issues. It was not great when the game first came out because so many people were trying to play it. Now they have even more people playing and they had to add another uh, data center um, and a server. And not only that, but they're also going to be introducing um, uh, world travel so we can travel from different data centers on different servers. So there's so much stuff that's going to be going into uh, patch 6.1 when you look at uh, Final Fantasy 14. And they need to make sure that shit works because they have, you know, a dedicated player base, but they also have people that are going to 100% jump in with a free trial as soon as Endwalker comes so they can, you know, get a chance to play with their friends. It's going to be the holidays. Like, it, it's literally going to be the beginning of December. So people are for sure going to be playing this game and bringing their friends. They're going to have crazy amounts of people coming from trials. So 
yeah they need to fix the shit so it doesn't happen like it did in the last expansion release because it was uh almost as bad as i heard that new world uh was where you can't even get into oh my god yeah and so i i think it's very specific the situation when it comes to mmos because you got to give people time to be able to give the best experience because no one wants to pay for a game and then sit at home with time off and then not be able to play it and still not get paid even though that's going to happen for some people which sucks um anything on that by the way that 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 interaction what i was going to ask is um how you guys felt about that interaction because i saw a video on youtube that was like final fantasy 14 apology versus world of warcraft apology and it was like how devs uh from these companies deal with situations like this and i'm not gonna get into that um but if anyone wants to comment a little bit on something like that or how this uh, situation was handled by yoshi p specifically or how it's been handled by other companies um now's your chance if not i'll move on only thing i'll, I'll say is like um it's not the it's it's you know what regardless of how it's here for us it's of course it's not a great thing to yeah. announce a delay so close to the game release that's that's just undeniable mm-hmm. that and and that that of course leads even credence to the fact that it wasn't an easy decision because we've talked about this before delaying a thing this close to the release is never a good look regardless yeah. of how, how sorry you are so I ha- I do uh, if nothing else I do believe that he, he definitely did not want to make the decision he no nobody wanted to make this decision. And, you know, just, I guess, yeah, if you wanted to compare it to other companies, they're like, it is what it is. Sorry, but we're going to do it anyway. Compared to OGP, who's like literally suffering because yeah. of this decision. It, it makes it, it's again, not good, but at least it does make a difference, at least to me, to see how how much they didn't want to do this. Like, because this, this game is his baby, like you said. It's, uh, it's not something, any decision like this is not one that's made lightly. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. I think it is very interesting when you see a developer that is actually incensed by what they have to do to make the game good. I think that makes such a difference than reading a Twitter message uh, like, oh yeah, our game's being delayed by two weeks. Sorry, good luck. Like that is completely yeah. different from watching you know, a developer essentially crying on stream because they understand the significance of what they have to do. Um, and that's why people love... Yoshi P and Final Fantasy XIV so much because they understand how much he cares about the game, which, you know, of course makes you care more about the game that you want to play. It's why uh, it's one MMO that I will actually pay for. Um, There's something else I wanted to say, but I feel like we've talked about this far too long, so I'm going to go ahead and move on. Uh, so just a few more things before we end the night. And the first one, Brandon's going to introduce. Good thing. So, <clears throat> Um, as I recently found out, like literally yesterday, which is probably why I forgot to put on the podcast notes, is that uh, well before before I announce it, let me ask you guys: uh, Are you do you guys remember the channel G four at all? I can tell you how much I remember the channel G four, but instead of telling you, I'm gonna tell you to go to hpcritical.com and read my article all about G four and how important it was to me as a young fledgling Jarrell uh, getting interested in the gaming industry. Uh, so Absolutely, yeah, I'm familiar with G four. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe Kelly, you guys know about G four or not? I know it by name. I don't really know anything about it. It's like, what is this random ass? I'll I'll give a quick summary. Basically, it it launched in about 2002. I think at the time it was called Tech TV until like it rebranded. It is just basically like, it was the first and I think only like television show that was like dedicated to gaming. It had, it's two flagship shows were X-Play and Attack of the Show. X-Play was a show that was very much focused on like, you know, 
gaming coverage. Here's the upcoming games. Here's some reviews, stuff like that. It was like a weekly show, even. It came like Monday through Friday. What's Adam Tesla and Morgan Webb. That's correct. They were the original two hosts of that show, and they were for quite a long time, even. And then you also had uh, Attack of the Show, which was more kind of like a variety show that, that dealt with like nerd culture. That was hosted by Kevin Pereira. Olivia Munn and, and Kevin Pereira. Yep. Yep. Who, like, I'm a stuff. huge I Olivia Munn fan. So Olivia Munn's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad she's like. They did her dirty as fuck as Psylocke in that X Men movie. They tried. Yes, they did. Yes, brave. they did. Costume was great, but yeah, they did her dirty. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, um, yeah, so G4 uh, died, I think, in like 2014. So it's been gone for like seven years. Well, can I add and, a little bit to that? Oh, sure. Go ahead. Um, before G4 died, uh, mm. it was one of the only places that you could see into E3 at the time. Uh, yep. It was like the first uh, dedicated video game channel where people who like could not attend E3, could actually watch E3 conferences on TV. Um, and then some really shady, weird business happened and it was sold to another company. And then they went from like a gaming channel into like a, 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 a like made for males type channel. And yep. they added shit like uh, cops on there because who wants to watch cops while they're watching uh, video game stuff? And they added like, I don't know what's some other male centric '90s TV show. Whatever you can think of, like 2016. Yeah, they fucking put it on G4 and they ruined the whole channel. Sorry. What you what you yeah what you're describing is when when it uh well when when it died it was it actually became the Esquire Network which was like you said mm. like like a lot of male centric like television shows. But the real reason why G4 died is because like one of the other shows it was Cops and eventually G4 just became nothing but Cops. Like X Play just died. Exactly the show that it was this it was basically just a Cops channel. And so people, Which and so like, of course, it if you like cops, great. Yeah, cops is a funny show sometimes. It but is a funny I wanted show to watch E three. I didn't want to watch cops. That I'm glad you mentioned that as well because that was how I saw like a lot of my first E threes just through the uh, G the uh, G four channel. Yeah, it was it was great. It was also how I watched a lot of San Diego Comic Con coverage back in the day as well. Mm -hmm. and got some of those panels as well. So yeah, I, I miss it. I'm obviously YouTube and Twitch kind of does that now, but I think there's like a, a hole in a lot of of people's hearts for um for g4 so yeah 2020 they announced it was coming back it had started off as just youtube series but now here in 2021 as of uh it's 11 11 today make a wish um but as 11 16 a tuesday um it's going to be coming back to networks television networks so you guys oh. can actually watch it yeah um so i'm just gonna read this real That's quick rough. is anyone gonna watch it so here's the thing there, there's two different options you can either watch it on tv in which case it'll be available on Verizon, Fios, Cox, and Infinity Xfinity TV, or they'll be live stream on Twitch as well. The, the 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 channel's content network, so you guys can watch it that way as well. Like either, whichever works better for you, because they they know they know a lot of people just don't have cable no more. That they cut their cords and they just do Twitch or whatever now. So they have that option too. Um, yeah, it's coming back. It's coming back with its both of its flagship shows, X Play and Attack of the Show. Kevin Pereira is coming back to do a host attack of the show as well. X Play is coming back. Um, Adam Sessler is coming back to host it as well. So the two uh, women are not coming back. Trash. Neither of the women are coming back. It. Trash. Um, I think they had a few other people like like for like Gerard the Completionist is going to be uh, is going to be uh, have a role on, on G4 content as well as uh, Xavier Woods, also known as Austin Creed, in um of wrestling fame. So far, but, um, you mentioned all men. 
I have mentioned all men, but they're also females. I'm looking for why the hell does this article not have the listing of the, of the women too? I'll, I'm gonna I'll find uh, it, but let me finish. But let me finish writing. Uh, oh no, here we go. Kelly's face is like disappointments. I found it. I found it. I found it. Here we go. Uh, popular Twitch streamers Fiona Nova, Rising V streamer V streamer Code Nico as well will be joining as well. Um, like a bunch Olivier of white women. A V streamer. Uh, <laughs> a VTuber. That's not a person. Yes. Like it's not. That's not a real person, though. Okay, anyways, go on. Fiona Nova is not white, though. She's the Rooster Teeth girl, right? She worked at Rooster, works at Rooster Teeth? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, she's that. not white. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, going back to the content. The, Wait, the, that was the, only the, two women. That's it? That's all I've ever seen. Trash, trash, trash. That's it? We can't watch it. Anyways, the show, the show, the shows. <laughs> uh, X-Play, Attack of the Show. There's a new show called Boosted, which apparently is like an esports comedy show. Um, Ninja Warrior is coming back. That was a, that was another flagship show of uh, G4, the original Ninja Warrior, not the American Ninja Warrior that they have now, but like the original show that was in Japan. And they just kind of like. I used to love Ninja Warrior. No, I, I used to watch but that all like, the time. The original one. It has nothing you can to do just with video. Watch games. Ninja Warrior, like yeah. Yes, you can like literally you can just, just see watch Ninja Warrior without. There's Ninja Warrior and like G4. there's like kids Ninja Warrior. There's like all kinds of shit though. Yeah, I don't care about that. I, I just care about <laughs> the original Ninja Warrior. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just trying to read these games. That was like, <laughs> actually the other show that I was talking about. They added Ninja Warrior and they added Cops. And I was like, don't anybody want to watch this, but continue. Well, yes, me, I also want to watch it. ESO Gaming. Let me see what this is. GF4 is part of ESO Gaming, the world's leading esports and gaming lifestyle company to produce and broadcast several primetime esports program, a first for ESO Gaming in the US and Canada. Okay. And there's a Dungeons and Dragons limited series as well. And this is not on this article, but I only found out about this like really late yesterday. YouTuber Scott the Waz is getting his own TV show as well, where it's, I don't think it's anything special. It's like literally like his selected YouTube videos that he posts is going to be placed as like full on show episodes, which good on him. I do watch his YouTube content. And is it's, that this it, white it, man here? Scott the Waz? Scott was Waz Waz Scott Wozniak, yeah. Wozniak? Yes. His show is called Scott the Waz, and he does. He's been doing YouTube content for a few years. They're 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 good videos. They're like informed. They give. About? Oh, you're telling me. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they give you like he 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 goes like an esoteric like gaming topic where he'll like explain this thing, but also have a bit of comedy to it. Like I usually watch his videos. I I learn and I laugh. It's so it, it keeps oh, me entertained. So yeah, no, he a lot of his and he also does skits sometimes as well, where he and his like local friends just like do skits. They're like. The quality, like uh, uh, the quality and acting, they were trash, but that's also what kind of makes it hilarious. <laughs> like he, he embraces it, like with his, his scripts that he knows it's trash, but he pushes it anyway, and that's what makes it funny. Anyway, yeah, so uh, select videos that he's produced is going to be coming to the channel as well for those who want to watch. Obviously, you don't have to. It's again, it's all on his YouTube channel, but it's an option. And that's pretty much what G Four is uh, launching with. Um, I'll check it out for a little bit when it comes back and see if it uh, captures the same magic that it did when I was younger. And if it doesn't, but I think it, regardless, as something that I grew up with, I'm happy that it's coming back. All right. Can I talk shit now? Yeah, go talk shit. I'm only going to talk shit for very specific reasons. Um, one of them is that the creation of G4 TV as it is now in 2020 and 2021 has been, from what I've seen, kind of messy um the mm -hmm. way that they're putting things together and the way that they're getting people like even hiring people the whole the whole process so um i don't know if you guys actually saw when they were looking for content creators on youtube to join g4 did you guys see that 
I'm pretty sure I retweeted no. it. I did. Movies. Like they were, they were literally mm-hmm. looking for people on Twitter, like content creators to help join G4, which was cool. But um, after that, the, the kind of the way that everything was set up was a little bit messy. They figured it out, which is great. So I'm, I'm not going to hate on them for that because they figured it out. Everything looks like um, everything looks like it's going pretty good on that front. IGN has a TV show called the, uh, I don't even know what it's called. It's like the IGN channel. Does anyone watch the IGN channel? It's free no. if you have uh, Samsung Plus for sh- and like some other shit. So IGN has the same exact thing. It's the IGN channel where they have all their podcasts are available on the channel that shows their, they play reviews, they play watch mojo shows, I believe sometimes of like the top video games, etc. Sure. Um, G4 TV is going to have to compete in a space that I don't think has room for it. I could That's be wrong. True. I could be wrong, but yeah. everything that was mentioned is all things I could just like this. This got Scott was what's his name? Scott the Waz. That's his YouTube channel. I could just watch Scott the Waz's YouTube channel on his YouTube channel. Yeah, the content, like, there's, no, there's nothing new channel. there. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Attack of the Show uh, was kind of weird. Um, it was kind of weird. I didn't watch like, that much. They did some very weird, unconventional stuff sometimes that I was like, what is going on? Um, X-Play is a great example of what G4 should or was, but um, Adam Sessler's kind of old, which is cool. I'm here for getting my you know, gaming opinions from an older player because I'm also old. Um, but I'm not really hearing great diversity there, uh, which sucks. I don't know who's co-hosting with him, but from what I have seen on G4, he's been talking himself sometimes, or he's joined by Kevin Pereira, which is cool. But like one of the reasons I watched was because of Olivia Munn and Morgan Webb, because this was the first TV show that had like prominent women talking about video games. Like this was not a thing before G4. Um, so it's kind of disappointing to not see um very many i mean we were unfortunately only able to mention two female names i'm sure there's going to be more but like um as hosts it's 2021 uh gabe had a lovely little rant last week about how he was uninterested in um youtube going after twitch because it's been the same thing that we always see and so far g4 tv sounds like it's going to be the same thing that we always see now i'm a huge dungeons and dragons fan um for anyone who doesn't know i've been playing a campaign for like five six years now that i've been dming and um that cast is pretty diverse. The Dungeons and Dragons cast is pretty diverse, which is really cool. But there are also Dungeons and Dragons shows played on Twitch with diverse casts that are already there that I could also watch. And I could also just watch this on Twitch. I'm just kind of like, I don't, why is it a channel? I guess I don't understand why this is a channel. I feel like it's not a standout enough to be its own channel. I feel like G4 can post all of these on its Twitch and be just fine i think it's cool that it's a channel like i think it's great it's a free channel right it better be free don't tell me it's like cable like it's, it's a free channel i think if you have those like providers it should be free because okay like for example the ign channel is i know it's free through samsung plus so like if you have a samsung tv you get up to the internet you get the IG, ign channel for free like something like that sure there's no reason to retract from it but putting any of this content behind a uh, uh uh, a pseudo paywall of a of a cable company i don't see it 
I, I just don't see G4 having what it needs to be a standout. And hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully they add some more diversity. They add some more women. Um, they, they really make X-Play and Attack of the Show these things that are not just something that's uh, us going after them for nostalgia. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, as a nostalgia head, I'll probably check it out, but I'm really not that interested. But I am actually interested to see, Gabe or Kelly, if you guys, if any of that sounds like something that you would watch. I mean, you guys lost me like way towards the beginning of the conversation. Well, I just don't know who's got like the time. I already barely have time to play games and do my job and have personal hygiene or eat food. So I don't know how I'm going to fit in some show that I never heard of now. Um, I mean, I like talking about gaming things and stuff, but I don't probably think I'll be checking this out. Although I feel like, you know, when it first came out, I probably would have, you know, women on a show about games i would have i would have been like my tiny little brain would have just been absolutely blown at 12 that was me you know that was me um so i feel like that would have been fun but now i, I just don't have the time I, I, I don't have the time i would love to be able to obviously check gaming shows out i wish i could really i mean more gaming content is always like on my list but never get to it so man it sucks because I, I i hope it does well like, I hope yeah. I'm proven wrong, and I hope they're able to add more, and I hope it's really able to capture that nostalgia moment, but I, I feel like, me personally, I've kind of got all the people I want to watch already. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but, like, I have a list of content creators that I enjoy, that I want to mm -hmm. watch, that are doing almost the same thing as what this show is doing and they're more diverse so it's really it's kind of a hard sell for me which kind of sucks um it wasn't a hard sell before because there was nothing like it and this was the first channel that had like yeah the yeah it was a different it definitely was a different time back then like yeah. there, there really wasn't anything else like that youtube uh gaming channels weren't as big then twitch wasn't really a thing until a little bit later yeah. this was this really was the only way you could like uh this tv network was really the only way you could capture like all this gaming content in a big way and now yeah. they do have to compete so it's harder i just if i'm being honest like of all the shows i i was just listing out the shows the only ones of those two that i really care about personally uh the scott the was i might check it out but again it's on youtube i don't really need to the two only two where i'm like really interested in is x play because i used to watch that like all the time and ninja warrior but even that that's they said it's gonna be like reruns of like their the original ninja warrior like none of the new stuff that they're doing now on like other networks mm -hmm. so i'll watch like a few of those just to like see you know Oh, I didn't see these episodes. And then it'll probably be just be X play for me if I'm being perfectly honest. Like a lot of the other G4 stuff is like even without Morgan Webb. Morgan Webb was a big part of it. And it's, and it's a shame that it doesn't seem like she's coming back. But I'm hoping that whoever Adam Sessler's new co-host will be will be someone that is uh will be someone as good. I don't know. Well, I have to see. I have to see. It better be a woman. Sorry. I just want to say one more thing. I'm sorry. I I just looked up Scott the Waz because I had no idea who he was. And he has like over, he has like 1.5 million subscribers on YouTube. Like, yeah. why does this person need another platform? So? Like, why, like, there are so many content creators that would like kill, like average, you know, mid-tier, like, yeah. yeah, that would do really well with this opportunity and would like do, like, deserve it like you already have a really successful youtube channel why are you then taking up another avenue that could be used for someone else and the same thing with all these people like you clearly know their names 
I guess nobody would watch G4 if it wasn't people that they knew, but like, they knew, yeah. there's so many streamers and like content creators that you could use here. And you're just using like someone who's already got a huge platform. I sometimes feel like this is a slap in the face to people who could use this as like a step up for themselves that like people know, but I would love to see like some of my fave people get like a huge opportunity like this, you know, if it's successful, if not, forget I said anything, but <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it works out great. If not, whatever. Uh, no, no, I kind of agree with that. Uh, I because I, I I think that anyone who got it probably deserves it. Like I don't want to take that away from anyone. Um, but I a hundred percent agree with agree with Kelly because I know that they held those like open calls on Twitch because I retweeted them and I saw them myself. Right. So like I know people who like I personally know people who applied for those uh, places and positions. So. Um, it is kind of disappointing to know that someone with 1.5 million YouTube uh, followers or subscribers is the person that was chosen to be a part of this. When I know people that are just as deserving that um, don't have the platform that could use the step up and get paid for the content that they're doing because a lot of these people are not getting paid for that content. And specifically, uh, the only thing I disagree with uh, that Kelly said was that um, G4 comes with its own name, right? Like people who watched it before are probably going to watch it again it does come with adam sessler who was one of the originators of g4 so it's not like a bunch of nobodies like people are going to watch g4 just because it's called g4 um so i, I mean i do agree of course the more names that you know the more people are uh uh probably going to tune in and of course you want to make money because like you need to make money to, to sustain to be able to make a tv show like of course i get that mm. um but you already do kind of have some g4 does come with a name of its own. Uh, so I do think that it, it does suck to miss so much opportunity there for something that is basically already out. Mm -hmm. Kelly just made me like it even less. Go, Thanks, Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> Thanks, Kelly. Uh, so, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> the last thing I want to talk about. Okay, so there's an article at thegamer.com titled, I quit the game immediately trans players respond to Forza Horizon 5's dead naming. Forza Horizon 5 addresses you by the name on your Microsoft account, but for some trans players that has unexpected consequences. This is by Izzy Van Der Velde. Uh, and I'll read you a quote from the article. Many returning, uh, quote, many returning Forza players were surprised when Forza Horizon 5 greeted them by name. The game pulls, uh, pulls it from your Microsoft account so that you can properly, so that it can properly say hello. However, for some trans players, this feature has led to the game dead naming them a painful experience. Uh, it sucked and it was jarring. Melody told me over Twitter, you have a you have a few mandatory bits to play before you can actually change it. I'm not too familiar with the menus, but a lot of the customization is separated from the menu options, so I wasted a lot of time digging when it was elsewhere. For new players, the game asks you for a name and nickname, but returning players don't get this chance. I was pretty shocked, one player who asked for a name remain anonymous told me. I enjoyed the intro sequence and was having a lot of fun, but hearing the announcer call out my dead name completely blindsided me. I quit the game immediately and was close to just refunding it on Steam. I really wanted to play with my friends, so I cooled down a bit and spent an hour trying to figure out how to reset my save to remove any chance of it dead naming me again. I just wanted to reset my save so my dead name wasn't on it. I changed my name in my Microsoft account to something it couldn't voice and tried playing the game again as normal after resetting my save. Doing this led to the bug appearing. Now the game calls them by the name of the last NPC they spoke to. The game didn't handle it gracefully, I guess. Doesn't seem to affect gameplay at all, so I'm fine with it. Forza Horizon 5 has implemented some great accessibility settings and also included the option for players to be able to pick their pronouns, body top, 
body type and voice. Its character creation system is what Cyberpunk 2077 promised to be. It's disappointing then that the potential for dead naming was not considered when greeting feature was when the greeting feature was implemented. Um, for the player who ended up restarting their game, it just takes the shine off of it. Quote, I'm really disappointed that they messed up something so basic, but crucial to many people's enjoyment of the game. <laughs> so now that I've read that out loud, um, a little bit of a sensitive topic. You don't have to respond to this at all. If you don't want to, feel free to not um, respond to this. Uh, but I, I just want your initial thoughts on hearing this situation from Forza, Forza Horizon 5 and what people have had to deal with? Um, this one I thought about a lot because I was like, how do we tiptoe around this subject, you know? Because mm -hmm. I feel like it is um, just something that is like a very like kind of sensitive thing. So my thought on it was every time that you turn on your Xbox, it says hi and your name. It doesn't say it out loud, mm -hmm. but it says hi and your name. Mm -hmm. Like actually mine on my Xbox is literally, it has my mom's name, which is Shelly. <laughs> so it says, hi, Shelly. Hi, Shelly. <laughs> yeah. But like, I don't understand how, like, I guess that it's saying it out loud. Like if it says your dead name out loud, but like every time your Xbox greets you, when you log in, it says the dead name. So I feel like if it was me, I probably would have changed that. Mm -hmm. um, because like I said, every time it says that, and even at the top of your screen, it says the name that's on your Microsoft account. Um, just as someone who uses an Xbox every day. So I feel like I don't necessarily know if I would be that shocked. I guess hearing it could have been jarring for people. And I, I don't want people to obviously have to go through that. But like at the same time, like every time you open it, it greets you with the name on the screen. So I'm not um, understanding how this was like so jarring and shocking, except for the fact that it was out loud. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know. I don't want to tell people, like you can't go back in time and unhear it. Yeah. You know, you can't go back in time and change it before you start the game. Um, I, I I don't know if I was a game creator, if I would have ever really thought about this, really, because you would think that someone would just change their Microsoft account name. Um, I haven't. Like I said, mine just probably said, hey, Shelly, because my boyfriend played it on Game Pass, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> he's not Shelly at all. Um, yeah. But I just, yeah, I, I don't, I really though this is something to think about in the future because i would have never considered this as a possibility really i don't think mm -hmm. i would have and i think that if anything comes out of this i hope not negative publicity for forza horizon 5 which i had a huge launch so i doubt it but like maybe now this will be something that will be like in people's heads when they design games like okay we have to think about this we probably don't want it to say their name out loud um but then at the same time i think a feature where it greets me by name i'd be like cool you know yeah. uh if the name was right in my microsoft account which like i said it's not but anyways um that's what i have to say about it like it could be just something for the future i hate that it happened to people but at the same time your xbox greets you every day with your name that's on there so i wonder if maybe like people will probably change it maybe before they log in maybe they saved saved some other people from getting dead named in the game before they log in um i feel like good things come out of this um, just for future game design and stuff like that. But I, I do feel bad that people had to, you know, have anything jarring happen to them when they're just trying to log in and play a game. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, do either of you want to say anything before I say what I have to say? Uh, nothing. Yeah, nothing really to add. Nope. Okay. Um, so actually, I agree with you, Kelly. I... 
I, when I first read that, I was like, I, the, so I think that my first thought was, if I designed this, I too would not have thought of that. Like there, and there is nothing that would have ever made me think that that would have been an issue. And specifically, it's because of what you said, which was, I would probably assume that your Xbox name would be changed. So I don't think that my first thought would be, let's not do this just in case, you know, it's going to affect someone in a negative way. I also think that Forza Horizon 5 has a ton of really awesome accessibility options, which the article does mention. Uh, it also mentions that you're allowed to pick your body type, your pronouns, et cetera. So obviously the team working on Forza Horizon 5 spent time to add these tweaks to ensure that the most amount of people could be represented in the proper manner. It reminds me of, I may have made this comment before, but it reminds me of Animal Crossing New Horizons. So in Animal Crossing New Horizons, you get messages from your mom. Um, some games since the launch of New Horizons have decided to add a toggle that allow you to not receive messages from your mom because specifically um, if you have a bad relationship with your mother, if your mother passed away, maybe seeing a letter in the mail from your mom every day is something that could be a jarring experience, right? Um, I don't remember what I said about that when we brought it up, but this reminds me of that. And in the nicest way possible, I want to say that I think that people try their best and we have to learn to respect their best even if their best is not what works for us. And by that, I mean, I don't mean that it's okay to go around and be racist and homophobic and sexist and misogynistic or do anything purposely to uh, hurt someone else. But when I look at Animal Crossing, I highly doubt that the devs were thinking that people might have bad relationships with their mother. So let's put in a toggle option, right? To not allow you to get messages from your mom. Um, and other games have learned from that, which is great. So hopefully other games are gonna learn from the situation with Forza Horizon 5, which is also great. But I, it's really hard for me to fault the Animal Crossing developers for that. For something like that because mm -hmm. it can affect a lot of people it can affect a little a, a few people it may be a big deal to some it may be like not a big deal to others right like i can tell someone like how do you feel about the fact that uh animal crossing addresses you your you as like your mom sending you letters and someone's like oh i think that's adorable i think that's cute i think that's great and someone else can be like you know i had a horrible relationship with my mother it's not fair why would the devs do this and it's like is it, is it something that is going to stop you from playing this game? Is receiving letters from your your fake mom in this game going to stop you from playing the game because it affects you so much? Is hearing your dead name voiced over um, going to cause you to reset or return the game? If the answer is yes, I think you have every right to do so. And I think you should. Um, if you like the game that much and it's something that you can deal with until you can change your name 
or you know if it's something that you know that it's going to do this now you're going to mute it at least until you can get past that or like kelly said you now have the opportunity to change it um i think for situations like this do whatever feels right for you if you want to quit the game immediately and reset the game and start over or return it because of what happened do you but i don't think that and I'm not saying that this has happened, but I don't think that developers should be blamed for things like this specifically because there is no clear malicious intent in what was done. And I think the same thing for Animal Crossing. Like there's no clear intent, malicious intent with what is done. And this, like I mentioned, I wouldn't never have thought of that as a situation. Um, obviously, they allow you to create your pronouns, like I mentioned already. They allow you to create your body types. They're, they're uh, really accessible for, for people. So I just want people to have a mind of, I don't want to say that either. Hmm. I don't know how to phrase this. So <laughs> I don't know how to phrase it, so I'm just not going to say it. Um, just, I guess, think about what affects you and if it's something that is going to make you return a game despite the strides that the game has taken to be positive, that is 100% okay. Just don't go after developers who aren't using malicious intent to, or, or who accidentally create something. Is that, that is, that is what I will say about that. I have nothing more on the matter. Uh, I wanted to close out with something big and serious and weighty and uh, just grab those cojones and really tackle that topic. So thank you, Kelly, for, for giving your you know honest opinion on that with me. Um, uh, and obviously, I don't want anyone to be hurt by anything. I, I completely agree with you. Like, of course, I don't want anyone to be hurt by this. Um, you know, it's it's definitely it sucks. It sucks to you know hear your dead name read out loud on your xbox um but at the same time i'm just like that's the name on your xbox something that i would assume that you would change but of course things happen maybe you forgot maybe you just don't read it and like kelly mentioned maybe hearing it out loud is something that's completely different so i don't want to blame the devs but hopefully they learn from this maybe this is something they can patch out later on um because I know that if I played it, I didn't play Forza Horizon 5, but if they were like, hello, Jitra, I'd be like, bitch, what? Like, hello, <laughs> like, are you talking to me? Like, am I, am I in this game? And I'd probably enjoy that. I'd be like, oh shit, guys, like Forza Horizon just said me, bitches. Like, what the fuck, that's dope. Um, whereas someone else is like, oh my God, return this. This is horrible, this is trash. And they're valid, it's very valid. Like everyone's opinions on that are valid. So like, eh, 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 you know, there's that. Do it at what, what do with it what you will. Same as Animal Crossing. Do with it what you will. Return Animal Crossing. Stop playing it. Everyone's playing it. You're all being brainwashed. The coffee in Brewster's coffee shop is actually 5G, and it's gonna, it's gonna. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'm just kidding. This took, this took a turn. Okay, <laughs> I agreed with you at first. I don't know. Now you're like an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. I'm, I'm concerned. They had me in the first half. Not gonna lie. <laughs> i'm totally joking i'm totally joking i have to end it on a light note i'm totally joking uh is there anything else before we head out guys anything i'm missing anything you want to say really quickly anything any thoughts any anything anyone anyone you want to shout out you know anything you want to say uh related to our earlier story nakama <laughs> which story is that i i feel like i know uh, the one the one the one piece story 
Oh, is that what that? Okay, we can talk about this after because I have. Questions. Yeah. Uh, anyway, if that's everything, thank you, Gabe. It's a it's a visual audio experience, so the audio listeners don't understand. So I'll say it again. Thank you, Gabe. If they're not on the same brain length as me, oh, it's okay. not my problem. Oh, they should have okay. been able to. They should have been able to sense okay. that peace sign. Open your open your third eye. <laughs> thank you, Kelly. <laughs> thank you, Jarrell. And thank you, Brandon. Ah, uh, thank you, Jarrell. You're wonderful. Oh Shut my up. gosh! What? What? Good night, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Bye. <laughs>